Uh, welcome to the podcast. I'm here again with uh, Rob Henderson, and we are here to once again talk about Deadwood. Uh, last episode was uh, uh, we talked about season one and the first two episodes of season two, and now we finished season two. So this is basically season three to the season two, episode three to the end of season two. But really, you know, that's just the whole thing up to uh, the end of season two. Um, what do you think about, like, uh, have we gotten more confirmation for a monogamous pimps hypothesis? The monogamous pimps hypothesis. Um, well, so I'm thinking about Al. I mean, Al spent a good portion of this season, uh, you know, what, uh, recovering from, from the injuries he yeah. incurred in his fight with, with uh, Sheriff Bullock. But I think each time we see him in any kind of like, uh, you know, an intimate uh, interaction, it's with the same, I, I don't even remember the prostitute's name. She's kind of, I, th- I think she's in, you know, she's not meant to be an important character. And then Sai, yeah, you. I, mean, she, I, think, I think she might become important. I think she might become important, but yeah. Maybe but. later. Uh, but with Sai, like you see him interact this season even less with Joni than he did in season one. And yeah, I don't think you ever see Sai with uh, with do do you see like a, a Joni replacement for Sai at all in season two? I don't think no, so. I don't, I don't think we I don't think we see a woman. I mean, maybe maybe we just assume Sai is you know they don't have to you know they don't have the room to show it to us. They have a lot of characters. They have a lot going on. Yeah, um, yeah. I think the, uh, so far uh, I, this you know the the evidence suggests in the show that you know pimps in in Deadwood are are relatively do, monogamous. Do you like, do you like that uh, scene where uh, she's um, she's uh, uh, pleasuring uh, uh, Al, and then he's like, "Did you dye your hair?" Like he, <laughs> he took an interest in her. That was a very, I think, tender moment as far that, as Al yeah, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's you know, that's what. Um, yeah, just not a sign of his sensitivity and his yeah. taking an interest in her. <laughs> that was sweet. Uh, yeah. Um, I, because a lot of men don't notice when women change their hairstyle, but Al notices. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's rising out about his life and looking down. Yeah, and him. looking down while she's uh, performing oral <laughs> on him. That was nice. Uh, I don't know. I think like yeah, I mean, it's Al's kind of gotten. I think softer. Did you see? So I posted something on Twitter about. I think Deadwood is interesting, at least so far. You know, the first two seasons. In that, uh, and I, you may disagree. Like I remember our conversation with uh, when we had Mark. You know, we were discussing uh, the Shield, and uh, and I took this sort of position that the Shield, and I think this is true for almost every other anti-hero prestige drama, The Sopranos too, and Mad Men. That like these shows, on the one hand, like they're showing a very charismatic protagonist, but they also like are kind of one step removed, saying like, yeah, he's charismatic and kind of you know a, a cool guy, but you know, he's also bad. And like, we do not condone what he's doing here. Whereas I think with Deadwood, perhaps because mm-hmm. of the era it's set in, um, maybe because David Milch, the creator is, you know, I think he's, he's, he's like pretty based guy. Um, I think elsewhere engine is like, not, I think he like, we're, we're to understand that he's an anti-hero and not like a completely, you know, he's not this super noble guy, but we're also meant to like root for him. You know, I argued with you guys that we're not meant to root for Vic Mackey. I think we are kind of meant to root for Al Swearingen in this show. Like we are yeah. on his side. Well, I thought there would be an antagonism between him and Bullock. And so far they seem allies and it really doesn't explain like sort of why Bullock is like, not like sort of doesn't have more of a moral objection. It seems weird. Bullock seems to be a straight shooter, except for like Swearingen, 
where he like doesn't really have a uh, uh, like a moral objection. He'll just like go along with sort of anything. Uh, but before we get off the uh, the Al's new girlfriend, I just want to say she's a she's a <laughs> relatively rotund woman. I mean, it's very rare you see a woman that big, but she's very cute, and I think it's like very interesting that this is sort of this is sort of Al's taste. He wants like a very like a a, a very a very well. Uh, she's it, it was also interesting is that Trixie is very um, svelte, yeah. right? She's yeah. a very slender woman, uh, and Maybe yeah. So it's fair to look at she. Yeah, she, she doesn't. He doesn't want some rides. Oh yeah, he doesn't want to be reminded. I think uh, if he saw, he doesn't want uh, you know <laughs> a facsimile. He doesn't want a doppelganger of Trixie. Yeah. He wants uh, someone who's you know like like still. You know, like young. She's 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 clearly younger than Trixie, right? Like the close-up mm-hmm. shots. You know, when you watch it on HBO Max and HD, Trixie looks like she's getting a little, a little long yeah. in the tooth. She's probably you know close to you know mid thirties, forty, and this uh, this um, rotund young lady. She's probably like like not much older than early twenties at most. Yeah. So you know, there's like a youthful energy to her, and she likes to change her hair color. And yeah, you know, it never keep, has keeps Al's interest. Yeah, we never see him have sex with her. We only see him. Uh, we only see her pleasuring oh, him. Right. And I don't, just because, like, the only role is like him talking. She's like a sounding board to him, so he's like just talking. Um, <laughs> and like, I guess he can't do that if they're actually having sex. But I don't know if that means they don't have sex or they just they just don't show us because the whole point is to demonstrate that he doesn't he doesn't well, do that. You know, well, because I've, he does he uses Trixie when you'd have those uh, uh, scenes with Trixie. Like he would just like go at her, and then she would have to like. You know, we were getting a we we're getting a message that Al is very virile, so like he hurts her, so she has to like you know sort of put a like a uh, like put a rag like on herself afterwards, and so yeah. like it's the same thing. It's like Al is just doing his thing, like he's not like trying to please any woman. He's just like, yeah. he's just you know always enjoying himself. Yeah, he may um, not actually like so he may express his affection through like the act of sex. Right, like he actually cared about Trixie, and 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 so he, you know, he he actually like you know consummated that relationship. Whereas with this, you know, this younger prostitute who he doesn't have much of an interest in, like yeah, using her as a sounding board. And I, I mean, I read somewhere I think that he's becoming fond of her. I think that's what he knows. Yeah, well, I well, I, uh, <laughs> maybe maybe we'll see this relationship develop. But I I read that David Milch, the the creator of Deadwood, he he's he likes to um, to write monologues. Uh, he enjoys the sort of the theatricality of someone just like, you know, like delivering, you know, an uninterrupted, you know, two minutes of just someone, an interesting person talking. And I think he uses the, you know, the blowjob scenes with Al as like a way to get Al to like, you know, give a little bit of exposition about his life and his past and his thoughts. And, you know, I think that's like an interesting, you know, like a story device there. Um, and he also has the head of the, uh, the, the Indian uh, in the box yeah. that he carries around, and sometimes he'll talk to it, like like Ham- you know, like the skull and Hamlet, just like you know, like delivering these, you know, talking about his his inner, you know, his inner thoughts or what he plans to do next. I think he's like Al is a very he probably has like a high verbal IQ. You know, he's a sort of uh, oh, yeah, you know, a thoughtful, definitely. thoughtful guy, right? Interesting guy. Um, lots to say, a lot to think about. Clearly, a lot on his mind. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also Al's Al's trajectory has been interesting in that, like, I think in the beginning, right, like the the earliest scene or one of the first scenes we ever see in season one of him is like physically like attacking Trixie, right? Like puts his boot on her neck, throws her down, bounces her off the walls, and uh, and and it's kind of hard, I think, to imagine Al doing that today to his um, to his employees. 
to the female employees uh, at the saloon, right? Uh, I think he's becoming like a little bit more um, uh, like sympathetic or soft or something, just like less like the, the edges are, are, are sort of being um, sanded mm-hmm. off of him. Whereas I think with other antihero shows, um, they start off sympathetic, right? Like Walter White starts off or Tony Soprano. And then like, as the show goes on, you see them becoming, they, they sort of evolve into more of a monster, and yeah. Al seems to be going almost in the opposite direction where he still retains that edge and you can tell that he still like acts in a sort of Machiavellian self-interested way, but he's like not quite as physically brutal as he was before. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it was the, the, the injury, maybe the fight after Bullock. He's yeah. uh he's a changed man. Uh, Trixie leaving him maybe. Yeah. Something, yeah. something at Al seems a little different th- this season yeah. after, after his recovery. I think that's right. I mean the, uh, the 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 kidney stones thing. That was that was oh my, hard to watch. That was so. There's, oh yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We thought uh-huh. it was. What was the, what was the scene from? What was last the first season that was hard to watch? There was other stuff that with the, uh, uh, you know, you have the plague, you have the plague stuff, but that's not. I mean, I, I didn't find that wasn't nearly as bad. There was something else in the first season that I remember that was really, you know, the the the, the preacher. I mean, the preacher with the tuber. That was yeah, uh, that was tough. and but Al gives just... like the mercy, like the euthanasia scene where he kills him off, and yeah, I guess there were some of those. Um, I guess like the doc, you know, some of, like when when he would you know did, uh, operate on people or whatever. There were some some yeah. tough scenes, but yeah, by far I think like Al's the the kid is it the kidney stones? Is that what they were killed? I, I like, think the, those were. were yeah, I think that's what blocked. That was I horrific. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was an interesting choice to like have that, like have the kidney stones, like that symptom or that 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 uh, malady when Al is also recovering. So he just gets into a fight with Sheriff Bullock, right? And they're fighting, and then Al. You know, like, it, it was probably, like, roughly even. We talked about this last time, right, about, like, how, like, Al probably could have killed the sheriff because he, he had a knife on him and then stopped. But then, uh, you know, Al's, like, battered, bruised. He looks, you know, in a, in a, like, in a terrible condition. And that's when he has these kidney stones. And, like, that's the thing that's sort of really, uh, like, that's I thought they were related. Issue. I thought they were related somehow. I thought there was some kind of relationship between the fight and, and that. Was and the kidney stone? I thought they were unrelated. Oh, I mean, it was a strange coincidence then if they are unrelated. But I just thought it was a, it was probably a good choice. It was an interesting choice. Because if he just had the kidney stones, I think it would be hard to, like, take seriously that he's in pain but the fact that he physically looks like he's in pain and he has the kidney stones just like amplifies the the feeling yeah. of like the way they, you I mean, the way him. they get it out the way they get it out with Trixie I just like squeezing it this is this is how kidney stones pass right I, I have you ever had, I mean they're common I, I I've never I've known people who I mean I don't know if the, I've known yeah. people who've known people who've who've had them and, and it's still yeah. you're just supposed to piss them out I think that's still the way to get rid of that's the, still the way to get rid of it. Yeah, just, the scene where the doc put like a like yeah. a hook or like a you know a long like needle yeah. essential like a thick needle through the urethra, yeah. um, he did it like I think twice and each time was like, uh, I you know like I've I've heard stories of um I think for for STD checks I think for I don't think it's for gon- I mean, chlamydia gonorrhea like one of the more common STD checks the doctor actually puts a Q-tip in your urethra like yeah. you know a certain distance in and when I heard that story this is a few years ago like 
you know, shuttered. <sighs> but to have this, like, you know, the, the needle of the dog cat. And, like, I don't know. Are these... Uh, I, oh, you do see him boil his medical instruments, which I found interesting. Like, at that point, medical science had advanced enough that they knew that, like, you're supposed to boil and, like, disinfect. Because, you know, we had this conversation last time. I, I, I wondered, mm-hmm. like, the doc seems unusually sort of competent and uh and effective as a doctor and i wondered like at that point in the 19th century you know like all i you know whenever i hear stories about like medic medical um practices back then it was just like total chaos you know quackery no one knew what they were doing but the doc like he knew to boil the instruments and yeah, yeah it seems like he's uh like yeah he helped out right like he want he was going to cut into him at one point he asked him do you want me to cut above or below to like <laughs> attempt to get the stones out and there was like yeah. a what do you say like a 60 percent chance you're gonna die uh-huh. like yeah it's awful yeah he pee- i mean he pees a lot a lot of scenes are him are him peeing uh, before <laughs> and after the yeah. um you know, he's always talking to people. He's always pissing in a, in a pot. You know, this this doesn't like most like shows are like sanitized. They don't show you like the pain and like you know the sort of the discomforts right of of earlier time periods, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they show they you know you see the pissing. They have cha- you know you're reminded they have chamber pots. You're reminded you know they don't have they don't have toilets. Um, you remind you're, you see what happens to the women as prostitutes. You see the physical sort of damage to them, and the doc is always checking out, checking them out. You know, you see, you see, uh, you see, pl- you see a plague, right? Mm. You see an infectious, you see an infectious disease. Um, it's yeah, it's a very, and you see the, um, and, you know, we'll talk about this soon, but the, the the death of the child. I mean, you see that that oh, is yeah. just that was hard. That was difficult. Um, yeah. You, you see know, them like even when they're walking through town. I find this interesting. Occasionally, you'll see a close up of um, their their footwear. It's interesting when the women do it because like the men are wearing boots, right? But when the women are walking through, they sometimes the camera will sort of pan in, and you could see they're like they're getting mud all over like the bottoms of their uh, dresses. Oh, or are their, they really? You know, it's just like you can t- like it's not a pa- these aren't paved roads. Like it's just mud and dirt and grime, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's uh, like you, yeah, they they don't. Um, yeah, like you said, they don't sanitize or or like like glamorize the old west, right? Like it looks dirty, it kind of feels dirty, it feels sort of uh, you know worn in. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's still it's still glamour, it's still glamorous, and they and they they don't have like large wardrobes. I think they wear. You know, it's weird. I, I look, I think back to the time and like how formal men dressed, like, but they wear the same clothes every day. Mm-hmm. So it seems like you know, I don't know if everyone's always wearing the same clothes, but it's like. Uh, you know, like Al is always in the same outfit. Looks like Dan is always in the same. So, like they don't have like you know a full wardrobe that they're able to change every day, but they still feel like the you know the obligation to dress nice. Uh, Farnham is always yeah. in that goofy, you know, that blue suit, and it's like <laughs> summer, and it's like summer in the you know in the. Uh, it must be. It looks like it's very hot, and it's sunny out, and they're all like wearing you know these jackets and, and suits. It's it's very you know we're I guess people were like that back then, right? Is that is that how people dressed and. even during the summer while being outside and it looks like very yeah well it looks like a lot of layers for like you know summertime and yeah it looks like very involved like all the buttons and you know the like the loops and the buckles and everything it looks like a like a lot of effort to to get dressed and undressed each day if you walked around Um, with like a t-shirt back then would they think you were like doing something scandalous like what would they think about that all right. I mean, did the t-shirts even exist? Like, well, you know, just someone like designed a, one. Someone cut off their sleeves and walked around. That's what yeah. Would they find it weird? 
I'm sure someone could. I'm sure someone could have designed one. I'm sure it wasn't a very, you know, hard yeah. Yeah, that is interesting. Like the yeah, and like even the even the prostitutes are all wearing dresses, right? Like you never see. Oh no, no, you see you see Jane wearing pants. Like usually yeah. she's wearing pants, right? There was an episode. I think it was at the wedding where uh, Joan gets her to wear like a formal dress. Right. Um, but yeah, she's like she's the only woman you see ever wearing pants, and uh, everything everything else is like very, uh, you know, gen- gendered. Everything's like sort of gender normed where, yeah, men, men wear one kind of clothes. Like, yeah. And then the women are always wearing dresses. Um, yeah. Yeah. And even, like the dresses look like, very heavy yeah. too. Yeah, even when they were like, they're building stuff. Like when they went in the season one, when uh, Bullock and I, you know, and um, Bill Donovan were, uh, uh, no, Hickok, Hickok. Uh, uh, they were, uh, uh, they were built like you know they don't like get down to their undershirts or or anything like that. They I mean, they were still pretty much in their clothes, even to like do hard work. It's in, I mean it's interesting it's like this for this this uh, this idea that like you have to sort of save face by always like wearing like a uh, some kind of like uniform to be out in public, right? That like that idea just doesn't exist anymore, right? People go out in t-shirts and like sweatpants, and it's it's like no big deal. And yeah. so this is like, yeah, this is like very interesting. You're right. Yeah. Women, of course, yeah, they don't, they don't wear any, they don't wear any pants. Even the, even the kids, like, you know, the g- g- little girl wears dresses and the boy, William would always like sort of just be like a little man's outfit. I thought, yeah. you know, so yeah, that was uh and then, yeah, they show the kid. Yeah. They show the kid, I mean, dying and it's, it was hard to, I was hoping they wouldn't have him stick around and like a vegetable. I thought that's where they were going. Like, I mm. thought that would have been like even, even sadder. Yeah. Um, but thankfully, you know, between the last, you know, the, uh, the last two episodes of the season, you know, they let him, they let him pass on. So I guess, I guess that's that used hard, as yeah. a, uh, I guess that's used as a way to like, it, it looks like it's going to bring Bullock and, uh, and, uh, uh, Walter White. Uh, <laughs> oh, what's her name again? No, well, no. Oh, no, no. Um, uh, in the, in the, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. What is, <laughs> we should, we should know these names right by Skyler, now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Skyler, no, no, it's not Skyler. What is her name? Uh, Mrs. Bullock, but yeah, what is her um her actual name here? Uh, so Alma I, is his love interest, right? Yeah. But then um, yeah, the 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 oh Martha, her name's Martha. Oh, that, yeah, I what a have, perfect uh, name for for, yeah. for for the character. Yeah. So yeah. her name is Martha. Well, okay. So wait, wait, what do you think is going to happen? Because I, I think that that's oh, setting, I, thought, this I is, thought him and Martha. I thought him and Martha. Like you, you see that scene where. Bullock says, I'll give anything for us to continue as we've been. So maybe, you know, so it looks like they're going to, they're trying to work it out. They're trying to um, uh, stay together. Yeah, I guess he's, I think like he said that in a moment of like, well, Alma just know, got married. Pardon? Wait, well, Alma got, just oh, got, Alma, Alma, Alma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so they got, yeah, that's true. But I don't know. It seemed like, you know, Alma and, and Bullock, they were very much like interested in one another. So I think this is just going to complicate things. I think, like like Bullock said, you know, I you know I want to continue as we've been. He said that in a, like in a in a in a period of like mourning and sadness, and you know he could see just like how broken up Martha was too about like her son dying, and so like that's you know that's like the wrong time to even you know to even broach the possibility of you know ending. Well, the because relationship. she wants to she wants to leave, right? And he tells and he and he basically gets her to stay. And I think the idea is that they're. They're going to try to, they're going to like become a real married couple. 
I think that's the idea. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I don't know. I I thought this was. I mean, I I saw that too. We'll see. I might. I I think I'm I'm more predicting that. Um, yeah, we'll probably see Bullock and Alma. You know, if they don't if they don't officially reunite, then they're not like they're not fully finished with one another. Yeah. I don't think. Um, because almost not like, like, I don't think Bullock is uh, in love with Martha. Right. Like, I think that was, just, yeah, of, course, uh, of course not. Yeah. yeah. And, and almost not in love, obviously with, with Ellsworth, right. Like that's a relationship of convenience and almost, almost pregnant with Bullock's baby. Right. Yeah. So they, I don't know. They don't I, have I, the, I, I mean, they don't have the option to do. I mean, it's like the social norms won't allow them to just each leave their, uh, partner. You know, because yeah. Bullock's there. Bullock's there for the long run. Seems like Alma's there for the long run too. So this is this is their community. Um, they might do a yeah, wife so swap. Maybe Ellsworth and uh, Martha. Can, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Ellsworth and, uh, and Martha. Can you imagine? That was, yeah, uh, Ellsworth's like man, jackpot. Like you know, yeah. he was an unmarried, no prospects at the beginning of the show, and now he's uh, you know. Well, yeah, you know, fate rewards, you know, just being a decent guy. <laughs> he was. Maybe that's, the maybe that's the real lesson of Deadwood is yeah. like Ellsworth is the most honorable guy on the show. And uh, yeah, just uh, you see you know, how marriage opportunity tells them, or tells her, you know, you don't have to sleep with him. He won't make you if you know, if you don't want to. Like, Ellsworth is such a you know good guy. He won't, yeah, he won't do that. He won't take his uh, prerogative as, as a husband. So, you know, this is yeah. why. Do you, was it unusual back then, I wonder, to reach, because Ellsworth is probably in his 40s right or maybe like late 30s i don't know maybe if we if we accept the idea that like you know like that life in that era ages you fast but is it like how how odd was it to reach age 40 at that in that era and not be married as a, no, as a he, man? he had he had he, had been, he i think he said he'd been married what, had he, said he, what he, happened yeah, 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 he had a daughter and they both died they they died oh, of sickness he had you know right okay well that was probably common back then of like children dying and and spouses and everything. Okay, right. So this would be his second um all right, all right okay. Okay, that makes that makes more sense. Um yeah, and then so yeah, Alma was I, married, Martha was married. Yeah, her husband died. Yeah, this is like like it's just everything, right? Like everyone has like a, like one family member like you know, within you know, just, yeah. yeah just oh, like, it's weird. I wonder what these other people so are doing. Like, what what are these other like Doc and like Farnham? Like, do they don't have they don't seem to have wives. Do they? Have, they're all in an all male camp. Like, why? Well, you know, I wonder what exactly we're gonna you know, we're gonna learn. Stage? Well, probably not Farnham, but remember last time I predicted we're gonna, we're gonna have a gay male character. Probably not Farnham, right? He seems like a little too kind of like I don't know. Just uh, what's what's the word? Um, I don't know, skeevy or slimy. Like he, he, like I, I think he's made some remarks too about being interested in women. Doc wouldn't surprise me, right? Like if he, I don't, I don't know, think has, anyone's going to be gay. I think Merrick. being gay was, I, I think being gay was unthinkable. I think it won't be culture. like. Um, I don't think you're going to see like a you know like a full on like Brokeback Mountain like cowboys making out scene. Well, but, no, you, you know what we're going to get. Do you think Jane and Joni are? Do you think they're they're developing into something? Oh right, they are having a yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. But we're we like we're pretty much aware, right? That Joni is gay. Yeah. Um, Jane is like like probably not interested in men. Um, but but yeah, I think like Merrick, like Merrick or Doc, one of these. Like it's not going to be like overt, but Merrick. it's more going to be like you know you're going to see like a weird thing of like them like making eyes at some like you know handsome young man I, I, or something. I, I, I That'll predict- be it. I predict no male homosexuality. No. <laughs> it was just like, you know, the stuff is lot, largely socially constructed. And I think in the old West, I just don't think men 
I just don't think men, men did this. I, I, I just don't think that they thought I of this. I think acted on it, but I think like there's going to, like, you know, it's going to be one of these things. Like, uh, you know, like the creator later on is going to say, oh, yeah, this character was gay and we just didn't, you know, like, yeah, like with but Gus, I wonder where, right? where these guys are in their life cycle. So, like, they, they, they have no wives and they have no, like, do the, does each of them, like, is each of them, like, Bullock, like, have a wife somewhere that they're going to bring, like, uh, uh, like Merrick and Farnham and like, I guess uh, that would God. be like a good way to introduce new characters, right? Like each scene, you have to have new characters. Like we had um, this season, uh, who was the, the 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 sociopath, Wilcott, like the killer, Francis Wilcott. Uh, Wilcott, right? Yeah, like what? Did, like uh, yeah. So, so yeah, you have to bring in new characters just to like keep things fresh and interesting. Um, so I'll probably bring their wives in. I mean, what did you? What did you make of Wolcott? Like that, like his whole like sort of plot and his trajectory. I don't know. I found it like kind of unsatisfying. Um, his trajectory. I don't know. Did he have a trajectory? Uh, like just like the, his like his his presence on the show. Was it interesting or did it did we did we? I guess we kind of like we saw Joni deal with it. Like we saw. Yeah, I don't know if he's supposed. I don't know if he's interesting. I, I think he's I there for. He's there to do other things, right? He's there to, he's there to bring Hearst in. Um, yeah, he's there right. To sort of, yeah, I guess destroy Joni's Joni's business. Yeah, <laughs> he like, did do that Jody's. effectively. Uh, um, yeah, him as a character, I didn't find interesting at all. Like even when he was murdering these people, like I thought that was, you know, I thought this was, oh, this is like, wow, this guy's like a, a straight up like serial killer sociopath, and, uh, and yeah, I guess like in a way he also softens the other characters, right? Like if you compare even Cy Tolliver to, to Wolcott, right? Like Cy doesn't look so bad. Um, mm. You know, Al doesn't look bad anymore. And so, yeah, Wolcott did like sort of create that contrast of someone who's actually like a cold blooded, you know, killer. Yeah. Um, I, li- I like Tolliver. I mean, I like Tolliver. I think I like Tolliver. He's growing on me too. Like season one, I wasn't, uh, yeah, but I think as time goes on, he's also becoming a more interesting. I think the difference between him and Al, I think what they tried to show us when Al got sick was like these people like are like loyal to him to the, to the end. I mean, like these people who just seem like goons, like he like, you know, he's, he's, he's sort of the center of the world. He's just got like the super charisma. They follow him. If he dies, you know, they're all going to break down Trixie and Dan and all these guys. And so he just has this magnetic, magnetic Poland. Tolliver is smart, but he doesn't have that. He just has these flunkies who are sort of afraid of him and sort of in awe of him. Uh, Leonard and that guy that <laughs> yeah. uh, Con, I think his name is Connor Stemp or something. Uh, the former, the former sheriff. You know, just these pathetic guys. Um, and you know, it's, it's, Tolliver does okay with himself, but he can't. You know, he does okay for himself, but he cannot. Like, he doesn't have this loyalty. He doesn't have these guys who are who are like you know actual competent and can do something. Send them to Chinatown dressed up as like zombies or or whatever they were supposed to be, and like take care of you know take care of something. Right. Yeah, yeah, there was that scene where Al was in bed recovering and he had like everyone around him, right? Like Trixie and the doc and Dan and all these people just like, you know, hugging him and sort of grasping at him because they wanted him to recover. And I think they knew if he died, like the whole... Like yeah, the the whole camp would be in disarray, and, and there would be like. Yeah. No sort and I think Joni. I think Joni's in love with. I think Joni is in love with Tolliver. I mean, I think that the fact that these women oh, are in love with their pimps, um, and yeah. dependent on them is interesting. But no, but as far as like any kind of men that will like you know follow Tolliver, no, it's all interest. It's if like if someone can strike a deal with him, 
like they'll do it, but nobody, nobody's going, you know, nobody cares about Cy Tolliver. Like nobody really is going to be there with him when he, when he gets sick. Yeah. I think, yeah, Joni might, but the others, yeah, it's hard to believe that. Yeah. He'll, he, he's, he sort of won the same level of loyalty from his people. Yeah. I hope they did. I thought that, yeah, I hope they don't kill him off. That was a pretty oh, surprising. I thought right. he was going to kill. I thought he was going to be the other. I thought he was going to kill the, um, the preacher. I thought he was just going to like beat him to death or something. I love how offended he is at like this guy coming and like, he, like I talk for the Lord now. I like Dollar and just like hates him for it. Uh, you know, there was a lot of, you know, sort of like in early American history, a lot of like sort of anti clerical, you know, sentiment. Um, and you sort of see that with like guys like, you know, Tolliver and some of these, like Bullock, you know, like these guys like don't look like, uh, like the, when the, when the, when the preacher like wants to, when the Reverend wants to, uh, uh, you know, he's just annoying them. He's just annoying them when they're, you know, they're burying William. He's like, oh, do you want, you know, open casket? Do you want this? Do you want that? And they're just like, you know, what do you want us to read? Like, well, you know, what's your favorite part of the Bible? And they're just like, you know, they're just like, go away. Like, you know, you're just, yeah, you know, yeah. you're just, just an annoyance. Quick. We don't care. Yeah. And then Reverend Smith, it was the same thing. He was just like a new, save like preach about the Lord. And, you know, he was just like sort of a nuisance to, to everybody. Um, but yeah, I was expecting like Tolliver maybe like, you know, go crazy and just beat this guy to death. But then no, the guy stabs him. And walks away. And I don't yeah. know. You think they're going to? You think they're going to kill off Tolliver? Not, not I don't. Chance, well, I, there's a there's a. I mean, what's interesting is like I thought that they were setting up a rivalry between Cy and Al, and I guess initially there was some of that going on. And I thought this season was going to continue, like sort of building up animosity, and there's going to be some kind of like big confrontation between these two, right? Because. They are like similar in a lot of oh, ways. I think, we're, I think we're still getting there. I think we're still getting. You there. think like it's still well, it's, Hurst is going to if Tolliver is going to be with Hurst now because it's uh, he has this yeah. uh, he has this uh, potentially has this blackmail over him and but Hurst has made a deal with Al and I think what's going to happen is Hurst it's going to be Hurst and is going to have to go into Tolliver's side and then they're going to have to go against Al. I think that's what's going to happen. Right and and uh, yeah, Sai did have his. Um... Oh, what's the other guy's name? You know, he he did bring in this other guy into Chinatown, the other Celestial. Forgot this yeah. guy's name, but the, the guy who could well, I think speak his English. Name was, I think his name might have been Lee. I think it was Lee. Lee. was his name, Lee. San Francisco cocksucker. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. His name was Lee. Um, and yeah, so so he was sort of, right, like pitting a, his, his guy up against Al's guy, against Mr. Wu. Um, so yeah, I guess it's possible. Yeah, this would be a disappointment if this was how it ended, right? Like you, I think we are maybe expect like we're yeah, expecting something, you know, building up toward a confrontation. So probably not going to die. That was like an. But then why do it, right? Like why? I guess maybe to so that we learn something more about this minister. Maybe or maybe or maybe we uh, maybe we show what I was just saying that like when Al was going to, was dying, like everyone was around him and the whole going to be. Oh, right. They, so you gonna, think you're going to show him like he's yeah, going to be in the docks, uh, you know, in the, in the dock under the docks care, but no one's going to be there like to, to, to check in on him. And he's going to become more evil while Al became nice because everyone loved him. Oh, interesting. So, so, so size. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. That's an interesting. So, so Al became a better person. Sai gets injured and became a worse person. And yeah, the lesson would be something about like, you know, winning the loyalty of people and having a support system or something, um, you know, envy and those kinds of things. So yeah, that, that would be an interesting. Yeah. If they wanted to kill him, they would have showed him, they would have showed him dying. You would have ended the season with, I think him dying. If, if it's not, if it's not unclear, if he died, always they bring someone back. It's usually then um, maybe it would have, yeah, but you don't want to have like one death after another, right? Like the boy's death was pretty, pretty grim. And then you end with another death. 
Uh, yeah. Well, they had Wilcott, another death, Wilcott, too. Yeah, but no that one, was like, no one cares yeah, about nobody, him. Nobody Cy cared, you know, people care. Well, people cared about the boy, I, you know, just because yeah. he's a kid. Psy, people, I think, feel some attachment to. So having two characters you care about die, whereas Wolcott, that was like a pretty, yeah, like when he hangs himself, when he jumps out that window, man, that was like, at first I didn't know who it was. I was like, what? Oh, yeah, well, it's Wolcott. I assumed it was him. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, that was rough. Um, yeah, yeah, the scene of him killing all those hookers in the, yeah, that was really, and then, and then, yeah, the, 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 the madam, right? Like the female pimp who points a gun at him. And she was like, you know, you're going to give me your profits for it. He just grabs the gun out of her hand and cuts her throat. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was rough. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then after that, Joni got the other prostitutes out of Deadwood. And that was, did that make sense? I mean, did like, were we meant to believe that Wilcott was just going to go on like a hooker killing rampage if, you know these. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Like, they were, why, they like were... why didn't he go over to Al's place and start killing those? Like, you know, like why didn't he? Like, if he's really dedicated, think, if he's they, committed to this. Well, I, I think they were, were like witnesses. I mean, I think that's why they 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 were like they would know that like all these hookers were killed or all these oh, all the because they died. were there and they would whatever testify or or yeah yeah condemn. You just know their coworkers are missing or or whatever. Yeah, that this could create problems for Wolcott, and so then potentially he would kill them. Yeah, I don't think he just fights every prostitute he can and kills them. Uh, okay. <laughs> like that was just his. Uh, <laughs> you know, I didn't know if he had that kind of you know that that energy. You know, like uh, <laughs> uh, presumably there must have been serial killers back then, right? Like this, this can't just be a, a a modern phenomenon, right? Like surely there were guys back then who were twisted, weird sexual desires who wanted to kill people. So yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, what else did you? What else did you make of like the of the show of of other characters? I mean, yeah, anyone else we should we should focus on? Oh, well, so uh, we, we talked about last time the black guys, and we thought that they yeah. were uh, like I was like, oh, they're never going to Host- show up again. Well, they they did they did come back. Hostetler, um, yeah, and the uh, end general, the yeah, end general, the ng, yeah, the ng. I wish I could, I wish we could say this word. Uh, it's not. Well, I mean, we. Yeah, we don't we don't have that pass. Well, I mean, I I uh, I posted my twenty three and me. I'm I'm half Latinx, but I don't yeah. think that gives me the N word pass. And you're yeah. you're you're Jordanian, right? Like, uh, I don't yeah. think you get. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't think we get the. I don't have any effort. No, no, no. I had one percent on my twenty three. It was like one point four percent, but I think that's within the margin of error. So I don't even know if that. Uh, yeah, yeah so. I would. I mean, I would. You know, it's like uh, it's like the. Um, the uh yeah i mean i wonder if i, I worry about the internet censors that's the only reason uh, yeah i don't care about the social norms i think we have to push back on the social norms but anyways we'll just call them the the end well when for- you and i grew up in the in like the late 90s early 2000s that was the era where, where it was like a kind of a a tongue-in-cheek debate about if you said the word with an a at the end it was kind of okay but if you said it with the e with the hard r that yeah. was the bad one and now it's like, you know, all everything's off the table. But I remember like back then it was like rap lyrics or context yeah. and fun and whatever. You could say it with the A and now it's, you know, but. Uh, so I, I, I still <laughs> like at the end, like when Hostetler. So it's first, first of all, it's a very unwoke thing to have like yeah. the incompetence of the black guys, like kill the, kill the kid. <laughs> like yeah, just yeah. Doing, even if it's on accident, like the fact that they're the, like they're the, they're the yeah, issue there. That was, yeah, that was an interesting, like. And then they 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 flee after, and then they decide that they're going to find the horse, go back, and then like be forgiven. 
like I guess is there and I you know the, I think that like there you know I was I thought this might set up a thing where like Bullock would like be like it would show you what a just man he was that he would see you as an accident and not want to punish them or something that's like gonna that. be an issue like yeah yeah Bullock because Bullock is supposed to be like a you know like a not you know a good guy right like a like like you know the the like a it would, noble it would hero. if they sh- if they tell if Bullock tells them to lynch them that would be that would, that would be, be a change cool. like that, that would, would be, be cool. like a character change in Bullock and he would like that would yeah like that would be honor, like, like his mark. honor like like a black guy's like you know responsible like for the time like i think he would have to i don't know like you know they lynch black people for like not that much you know <laughs> like, yeah. yeah it doesn't take a lot of it doesn't take a lot i mean they but, they i mean they act i mean the, the show opened with Bullock lynching a white guy for like yeah for, for a not crime that right you, you could say he's a just for a real crime that he for a real crime committed. whereas and, this case it was like um i mean yeah was this even manslaughter i don't i don't know how to categorize it could, you know, it could be negligent i mean it could be negligent homicide it could be yeah um it depends like you know you have a fact finding uh thing yeah but then uh, yeah, they, I guess they decided, like, yeah, they can't run. Well, if they run, it's it just, like, makes their guilt even more apparent, like, if they flee. But then going back, like, then it's just, like, it seems all but guaranteed they're going to be uh, sentenced in some way. So. so, yeah, I wonder if they're, although, yeah, I mean, the, this is a hanging threat, so I think they will be probably be back uh, yeah. next next season. Um, yeah. But what you know? What they well, do? Bullock saves. Uh, Bullock saves uh, Sam. Right. The the NG. He saves him from um, from yeah. the other guys. Like from from the the first yeah. lynch mob. Yeah, he tells him there'll be no lynching of of any color. Of you know that color. guy yeah. when 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 William gets kicked by the horse. I thought that guy. Remember that the guy who was hanging out with him, not Tom, but like the other like redneck guy who tried to lynch the, the NG. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I thought that guy was going to try to do something to the kid because it's Bullock's kid. Because you remember Bullock punched that guy, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I thought that kid was going to like do something to William. I, I thought something bad would happen to William. Like I thought it would be that guy doing it, but that guy actually tried to uh, was just like you know felt bad about it and, and tried to save him. And so I thought they were going to show like this is a bad guy. This was the racist guy who tried to lynch NG, and now he's going to like do something to a kid. But then they didn't. They showed like that guy being like very broken up about the kid being killed and then like still being you know. I, being I racist he, oh, yeah. yeah he's still racist but like you know yeah. he's, he's a good he's a good guy i mean not a good guy i don't yeah. know if a good guy or not but he's like you know he has some good features yeah yeah he yeah he, he he shows remorse over what even yeah even though kid. bullock like punched him and it's bullock's kid uh, yeah he still like, really likes the kid yeah right right yeah there aren't many kids in the camp and i'm wondering how yeah that's like, why martha I, wants to be a teacher right yeah like for who like I, you don't see any yeah, kids. yeah. it was i mean maybe they exist and we just don't see them this is going to be one of those things where like you know the, the season three premiere is going to be like yeah martha teaching a classroom of kids it's like where do these kids come from and i guess they've always existed we've just never seen them but so far it's just been william and the little uh the little girl the little blonde uh yeah they didn't use the word squarehead this entire uh season but uh yeah. Yeah, the little norwegian girl um well william we has a friend her. who like goes off to you know he goes off to oregon or something he's like leaving somewhere to go with the other boy yeah. so there was one other kid but you're right there's no like yeah for the chem's children she said we're gonna have like okay so like the thoroughfare how big is the, is the town is this thoroughfare and like the chinatown is that like everything or is there something and so like but why wouldn't the children like be like walking around the thoroughfare i don't know like women like why wouldn't women like go buy stuff? I mean, it's maybe it's dangerous. Maybe it's dangerous. It's yeah. dangerous for women and, and children. Um, I like that the show kind of depicts the. 
you know, there are only a couple of brief scenes with, with William, but it shows, um, the kind of like the formalities and the, um, like the, 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 like the sort of, uh, uh, like the difficulties of like, like basically kids weren't really treated like, like the way we think of childhood now. Right. Where like William, a couple of times, like he calls Mr. Bullock, well, he calls Bullock, Mr. Bullock, right. He calls him that, like that addresses him by his title or by his, you know, title and last name. And he does this for every adult. And he speaks in like this sort of very formal, proper way, you know, it's like, there's still some like childlike qualities to it, but he still speaks, um, as, as he imagines, I think an adult would speak or tries to speak that way. And then, you know, he tells uh, Bullock, you know, like, good morning, sir. I just like, you know, I need to go back and chop more wood or whatever. Like, you know, his whole day is filled with chores. He's not just like out having fun and, and playing. Like there are some scenes where he does this, but like clearly he has chores and he's like contributing to the camp and to the family, um, which I find interesting too. And you don't really see this with, uh, with the girl though. It's just with, with William but I imagine, yeah. like, you know, like, child labor law, like, everything, like, being a kid back then was probably, like, you know, it probably was brutal in many ways. And yeah. so it seems like they're, you know, they, they, they well, portray the girl, that. Like, yeah. She's knitting at some point. So she does, like, I think she does girl activities. Girly things, yeah, her, yeah. Her, yeah, her life seems pretty depressing. I mean, she's just in the hotel room with, uh, with Alma. Uh, yeah. Not, do, not doing all that. Playing with, you know, she has a doll. Uh, yeah. You know, not, not doing all that much yeah i mean it is you're right why yeah where are the children where are the women and how, how can we have a you know for the cab's children maybe there'll be like five of them right or, or something yeah there's no there are there are no there are really no women who are not prostitutes there aren't like many you don't see women walking you don't see women walking around uh mm. either and you know maybe that's fine but like how, how do you have the camps how do you could say we have the camps children right the children have to be somewhere the ch- women would presumably be there yeah and like yeah with the women you don't see that there was that interesting scene where alma goes to trixie and discloses her pregnancy yeah and then like you know trixie's immediate reaction is something something like yeah you know with the girls we you know we we make a tea which is you know i guess some kind of like uh you know whatever like a morning after plan they cook some 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 kind of herbal tea remedy up and this gets you know uh, gets rid of the pregnancy but uh, yeah, like none of the prostitutes or none of the, like there's no accidental pregnancies. No one, yeah, no one really has kids. No one really like. There's not that many families that we see even right. Like no, all the other. Is, I mean, this is the old west. This is the old west though. It, it yeah. was like that. They would go. They're they're prospectors. They're out there to the whole point of the town. The only reason the town exists is because these guys want to go out there real fast. Uh, Get gold. And, and that's why there's. Money. That's why they're. Yeah, that's why there's so much prostitution because it's just a bunch of single men. Okay. Um, All right. Right. Uh, right. So yeah, this, this was this was sort of the point of the whole. Way. So it's not mysterious to me why it would be an all male camp. Pretty much, look at the like Chinese. The Chinese too. They're all men, and they're, they're just prostitutes are, are there. Uh, yeah. Other Chinese true. women. And so that's not mysterious to me. But the the weird thing is that Martha wants to teach the children of the camp. Like that's weird because like yeah, exactly. Where where are they? Where are they coming from? Like the, the other the other part of this is is not is not strange to me uh, at all. Um, the, uh, yeah, the, uh, the, the pros- the prospecting, the, um, you know, it's funny, the alma, the pregnancy, uh, when, <laughs> when, when she's talking to doc, um, about like the issue at the, you know, the, near the beginning of the season, she's like, he's like, he's like, you know, the choice is yours. And she's like, I'm becoming record. What's, you know, the asks or something like, what's your choice or something. She's like, I'm being reconciled to the idea that we, that I do have a choice in this matter. 
you remember this where it's like she could like exercise her reproductive freedom <laughs> like she makes a big announcement of that yeah yeah that was uh yeah that was i guess a little bit unexpected in this show um but but generally yeah like as i was watching this i i, I it kept occurring to me how i mean i was actually pretty surprised how freely like like the white like like Jane Jane was the first one to you know use the the edgies of you know full like fa- favored title uh you know like people were saying this word like no problem <laughs> like i think today it would be difficult you know to, what i looked into this, this i tried show. to find I, I tried to find if people stopped saying the word in tv shows and i was able to actually find a lot of recent cases in the last few years of people saying the n word like um, like white people like, though, like white actors. No, no, white actor, of course, white actor. Interesting. Um, okay. Last white actor to say. <laughs> so worth a uh, Google. Googling. Yeah, I, it seems less common. It, it, I'm sure it's less common, but I remember looking for, looking for. I remember seeing it. I, I can't remember where. I wish I could remember off the top of my head, but I have seen it in things of like the last uh, few years. Um, you know, but it's not completely, you know, it's not completely gone. I mean, people can yeah. still do it in a film. In like uh, a historical context, or if you're clearly playing a bad guy, maybe. Um, right. Yeah, but Jane is, and Jane is a, you know, a good character. But even then, I mean, just for the time, this is a very real show. It, it can't go woke. Yeah. No, this no, is no, why the was... movie, this is why I'm so interested to when we get finally get to the movie. Um what are they going to do with all this? Cause it's, yeah, it's I think they are trying to be like faithful to the era. Although I, I did read an article because like, you know, they, they use the, the F word like, you know, nonstop. And uh, apparently back then, like they, they, they did like the, that was one change, like uh, the culture um, where they didn't use this word so much. They also didn't say cocksucker as much as they did. Uh, you said they did, or they, they, they did not. But they they had different ways of expressing like vulgarity and swear words. But the um, uh, David Milch basically said like they didn't do this because it sounded too hokey. Like back then, they did use certain I guess turns of phrase and and expressions. But to modern ears, it would just sound like yeah. Um, but you, oh, I don't like. You know, so they wait. So, so they, they added. They made cocksucker, even though cocksucker was not something they said back then. Is if they did, like it, my impression was like he say like these words. Maybe they were used or not, but they just not not nearly to the extent as we hear in the show. But he wanted to like basically like the f word and cocksucker are used like relentlessly, just nonstop yeah. in the show. And those are just like the sort of placeholder words for the words that they, they would have actually used. I don't know. He didn't give any examples in the, in what I what I read. I, I, but I wish they would have. I wish they would have made it historically accurate. Like, why do we? It seems weird to me that they would say I, words well, that we. Well, I think know. they. I think they wanted. Like they wanted to strike modern ears as like how it would have sounded back then of like people just like, like, you know, a bunch of like outlaw, you know, prospectors and these, these, these adventurous men, you know, like they spoke in vulgarities. Um, But, but to us, it would sound silly, I think is the idea. So they speak the way that we imagine, you know, like, like, you know, uh, tough guys today would speak, they would say those kinds of words today. And so they, they kind of made that change. But it, but uh, I don't know. I guess the swearing it, it, it's a little too much. I think where like sometimes there are scenes with yeah, with the F word where too he's much. like yeah, yeah. It's like every other word with him, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like it's that's like I guess that would be like my one, my one criticism of the show. It's like the show is strong enough without like having to 
double down on that word to make these guys seem extra hard or interesting or something. Yeah. Uh, and even like, even the ones who are not that hard, like, you know, like the doc, like, uh, you know, they would just say it just, uh, uh, or Jane, like Jane uses it all the time. It's like, yeah, I don't Jane know, is sort of a crude, you know, foul mouth sort of kind of like, like a gutter, kind of, lesbian. yeah, earthy. Uh, you know, I, I don't think, um, I don't think that one is strange, but yeah, it's like doc. It's like it pretty much, <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah, it, it is, it is, it is too much. Mm. Um, uh, anyways, I'm going to, I'm going to find this. I'm going to find a list of white actors who've said the N word in, in recent years. I Google, I just Googled that and it's not coming up, but it would be, I'm surprised nobody's made a list, but you never know. Well, you know, you never know I don't know. Maybe Google's, uh, this is, not, yes, internet suppression. Yeah. You know, you got well, to go to, uh, maybe I'll ask chat GPT <laughs> and then will have it, have it lecture to me about, uh, <laughs> right. I should I should have asked such questions. Yeah, well, I remember, uh, you know, reading this interview with, um, uh, I think it was Samuel L. Jackson, uh, you know, with with uh, Django Unchained, the Quentin Tarantino movie, where Leonardo DiCaprio had, you know, he had some reservations about saying that word so many times in that movie, and Samuel L. Jackson basically like took him aside and was like, "Look, man, we're gonna make this movie. You need to like, you need to just get get over this and start saying this word." Uh, and like today, it's just hard for me to imagine like any any like famous white movie star like saying the n-word that many times in a movie or tv show um i mean yeah i guess like it's not really said that often by other like like you never see bullock say it i don't do you even see swearingen say it? like you hear you hear them say are we allowed to say the the you know the the word that they use for the celestials the other you know i don't know how the uh you the know, apple podcasts what, about the, so what are we about celestials what do you mean the other word what? they use for celestials well, chinks? there's another racial slur. Can we like? Are we allowed? Like, which words are we allowed to? I think we can say, say chinks. I think the are N we word. To, is, I think the N, that's, I think the N word. that's where the line is I drawn. Think the, I think the AI is going to come. That's going to vaporize you for the N word. It's going to look past chink. It's not going to. Okay. Not too much about that. That's uh. That's my know, guess. It's, it's very what uh, you know. Very very uh. You know, it's erasure. It's like erasure of uh of yellow people. No, um, well, when when would Swearingen ha- have to? What context would he have to? Uh, wait, and I think Swearingen does say it. I think does he? I think there's one scene where it's like, uh, it's like, oh, and then the you know, uh, what was it's like, what does the chink have? He was like, he either said, what does the n word have to? What is it? Oh no, that no, was Jew. Oh. He was like, what does the Jew have to do with it? Someone was like, yeah, oh, yeah. the Jews out well, there. He makes like, a lot oh. of, yeah, yeah. He makes a lot of uh, anti-Semitic jokes right where he'll go he'll go to trixie and say like what why aren't you among the circumcised i, I like um, how trixie she says I, you know i got my jew lessons today which she, she calls bookkeeping, <laughs> like, bookkeeping. It's like for Judaism. yeah yeah like they're good they're good at that kind of thing right <laughs> like money or like yeah yeah al says these like you know he'll say like i know your people are talented at this you know like anything to do with money um but it's uh yeah i guess like the racial dynamics are interesting right we're like clearly so so Saul is, you know, more or less accepted, but like, you know, th- like the the anti-Semitic remarks are, are are pretty constant around him. But he's like, you know, more or less like full, like he has full citizen yeah. rights or whatever. Like, yeah, you're I think treated as right. a full person. Yeah. And then with like Mr. Wu, he's like, like Al, you know, Al's unafraid to partner with him, and you know, he's like, you know, he still has to like make sure he comes in through the back door and like kind of careful about like being seen as too close with him. And then with Hostetler and NG, it's like they're in like a completely yeah. parallel world. Well, it's right? funny. 
Yeah, I mean, it's funny. Like, yeah, they're like, oh, anti-Semitism. Like, you hear about it, like, you know, you still hear about it today. But it's like, no, it was like in the 19th century, even like the 19th century, like Jews were pretty much, oh, they couldn't go to like a country club, like all the country clubs. But like, no, they were, I mean, they were accepted. The, the, I think Secretary of State for the Confederacy was was Jewish. Um, so, you know. Did you see I, that? There was a, there was a, uh, 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 a big like this this was a few years ago where where larry david took one of these ancestry dna tests and one of his ancestors was like a a confederate general or something like some kind of like slave owning confederate general (laughs) yeah um this was real larry david or like actually like real like you know not not the not not the character larry like real larry david um yeah he he took some some dna tests for some tv show and like uh you know this was this is kind of like uh yeah, big deal a few years ago. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I wonder. Like in America, it seems like anti-Semitism was never like. I I guess it was probably. It seems like accurately portrayed in the show, right? Where it's like, you know, you're yeah. kind of seen as a little different and a little interesting, but like clearly, like you're there's there's no um there are no like bi- like social barriers to you. I guess maybe in the same way as like the I German think you should, like, or tried to become mayor or something like maybe maybe like well there was like there was the interesting scene with the um like what were they like the, the the workers right like the Cornish the Cornish guys uh there was the scene where they were showering them right like Wolcott's writing a letter uh describing the 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 operation that they had and you know you see all these like Cornish uh, immigrants um I guess like you know poor guys from from England and did they have any other maybe germany I, some some other like like white immigrants and yeah they were treated as animals right like they were kind of like um but they weren't but this wasn't like really a like a racial thing this is more of just sort of like an immigrant outsider yeah i don't know i don't know if yeah. they're trying to do some like capitalism is bad kind of big you know big business is bad kind of thing it's like the small shopkeepers are like you know yeah. sell and they're trying to like maintain and then the big guys come in and Hearst, but then Hearst comes in and he's portrayed as like sort of a good guy. I mean, he's, he's, he's horrified by Wilcott. He just wants like, so yeah, so like the capitalists are not like Wilcott sort of seems to represent capitalism. He's like, he mentions like, sir, are you familiar with, you know, Adam Amalgamation Smith? and capital. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and Marx. But, so he I thought like Marx Wilcott, is supposed to, Wilcott is supposed to represent like the psychopath of like, you know, capitalism. But then like Hearst comes in and Hearst is like horrified by Wilcott and Hearst like is so reasonable with Al. He just wants things to be quiet so he can, you know, he can make money. Um, yeah. And so it's sort of that Hearst is a, you know, a more positive um, represent representation. Um, and, you know, Al, right. you know, the politics of this is very interesting because Al is going to be, you know, I'm, I'm going to be, you know, after this is over, I'm going to like, I'm going to read a book or something on the real elsewhere. I, I want to know like what, what this story was, because this is fascinating. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll read about it. And maybe we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, but yeah, this is showing Al in the, sh- in the show as like a, a state builder, like it's just an early, um, like a guy who does the things that you have to do in order to like form a city, to form a, to form a community. Right. And I think that's, that's where we're, that's, that's like sort of the, it's becoming like more like a political show. It's like a, it's like a, uh, it starts, it's like a show first of just like individual relationships in a town, but it's like, it's like evolving into that. And it looks like they're going to, it looks like we're going straight to that next season because it looks like they're going to be incorporated into Dakota's Yankton. I never heard of Yankton. Like what's the, the, today, the, um, the capitals of Dakota are Bismarck. That's North. What's South Dakota? Sioux Falls. Is, is that the capital? Sioux Falls. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, whatever Yankton is, I don't know if it's still around or like they call it Yankton. The like the, it's supposed to be the capital of Dakotas. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, it's, 
Let's see what this Yang. Let's yeah, there's a Yangpin, Yang South Dakota. It's the first. Yeah, it's still, Yangpin is still there, so it must have it must have been. Uh, yeah, uh, has fifteen thousand people now. So <laughs> not a very big. I wonder that what is, Deadwood. Uh, I wonder what Deadwood has. Um, but uh, it's uh, history. Uh, it was yeah, it was the capital of De- Dakota, territorial capital. Um, Deadwood is still around today. Population yeah, one thousand one hundred and fifty six. Yeah. Right. So not as big as not as big as Yank, not as big as Yankton, yeah. So these Dakotas they never really uh, they never really turned into big population centers. Um, but we're going straight to that because they're talking about the elections now. Like they're saying within six weeks, like when uh, uh, when, uh, when Adams Silas Adams is uh, looking it over for uh, Al, they're saying well, elections. You know, as soon as about six weeks. So like when we come back next season, if, assuming they go back, they do a summer first. Alma's going to have had her baby. And then we're gonna we're gonna have elections. It's gonna be a city. I mean, it's gonna be like a city that's gonna be within Dakotas, and so we're gonna be in a different political reality. I mean, that, that that's what it's built up to. So it's gonna be interesting. They're gonna have elections. So Al is not just gonna be a then, or, yeah. Uh, well, were they like yeah? Like who's going to be the mayor, right? Because like Farnham has somehow managed to hang on to his. You know, this is um, like a purely ceremonial title, right? He has no real power. But he was like, can I be the mayor? And I was like, all right, fine. But he doesn't have any actual control over anything. And now if they're going to have elections and that, I assume it'll be be the same. I like a lot of like democracy elections, like has been like, you know, like a, like a guy like Al Swearingen, just sort of running things from behind the scenes. So just because they had the elections doesn't mean like, I think, you know, you don't think that the, the elected officials will have any real power. I mean, they might, they'll have some power, but like, you know, these like Southern states, like you hear about them, like for decades ruled under like one family, right? Where like nothing yeah. ever changes to so something like Deadwood. I, I don't think like it's going to be like, oh, people are going to vote against Al and make like, uh, I don't know, Joni. Well, that's what I mean. Like, there. I wonder if Al will actually care. Like once it becomes a matter of like, what, like, you know, it, will they start to care about things like political legitimacy where like, as long as it's just like a ceremonial title, give it to Farnham, who cares? But then like, if there's actual serious elections, will Al actually want to be elected? Like, will he and Cy like, you know, compete against one another? <laughs> will they run, yeah. you know, like, will, will things start to change where people are actually like striving to like win hearts and minds in the city and become the actual, like politically like, and socially like legitimate leader rather yeah. than, cause right now they're just sort of de facto leaders, right? Like there's no, like, yeah, there's no sort of official um, legitimacy granted to them. Uh, it's just sort of like uh, implied and, and, and like a lot of it is just kind of like brute force and threats and bluster and confrontation uh, mm-hmm. rather than, rather than this sort of aggression um, channeled through political means. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see what happens there too. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like what happens with like, Farnham is a funny character, man. Like the way that guy talks and like his manners, it was like the show just like portrays him as like this, you know, like a silly kind of cloud, like the way he treats Richardson, where Richardson is like the only person who is like sort of beneath him in the yeah. social ladder. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I like Richards. Richards is playing to the what? What is it? The the elk head, and then he's like, you know, he's got the antlers. It. Yeah, he's like keep he's at it, the... you fool, and he's like telling the priest, like, do not look to your left; you'll be offended by this. <laughs> yeah, the worship of idolatry or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Farnham's Farnham's funny, and like, like the be, fact that he's he gotta knows. be Farnham, and it's gotta be for Farnham and Bailey Circus. So he, his name's E.B. Farnham. Is, doesn't that sound like? Uh, uh, isn't that what it's called? E.B. You Farnham said this last Bailey? time. I don't. I mean, I've never 
heard any. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to find out because I want to. It might be a surprise in the show, so don't tell me. I don't want to look it oh. up. Because well, he wasn't. Of... I'll just say he was a real person. I mean, according well, to Wikipedia, okay. this guy okay. really existed. Okay, that's all. <laughs> that's that's all I want to know. I want to go back at the end and I want to see who's a real person. Like, why? Why did this become famous enough to become a show? What was so special about Deadwood? We'll find out. Yeah. I want to find out. You know, if the Chinese stuff is real. Let me ask you yeah. this. There are Chinese coming from the other side of the world uh, to South Dakota. Even if I don't know if they were really in Dakota or whatever, but they, you know they they came some places in the American West. Yeah, um, but there's no Mexicans. There are no <laughs> Mexicans, right? There that are is no, interesting. You know, you think Mexicans would be uh, close closer, right? Um, yeah, I, I don't like. Is there even like? I it, it, it's kind of surprising to me, like that there was a there's a chinatown at all in in any like south dakota or like any of the dakotas like i don't know it just seems like a very obscure you know like a town of a thousand people and and like the modern like maybe it was bigger maybe the settlement like i guess gold might have been an incentive but like why would immigrants like 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 you know like go there like what is the the incentive there um, I guess they had others, right? Like they, there was the scene, like like I said before, the, the Cornish immigrants going there, like you know, working in the mines or whatever, trying to trying to find gold. But yeah, um, Chinese are. Uh, I mean, Chinese have throughout history amazed people by their sort of work ethic and their uh, sort of entre- <laughs> yeah, entrepreneurial entrepreneurship. Yeah, um, that's, that's yeah. So it says in the uh, so according to Wikipedia, they went to uh, California. Um, right. And they had the San riots. Francisco uh, riots. Right. Uh, construction began on in Omaha. So they, I think they made it to um, uh, Chinese labor was in Omaha, Nebraska, um, building the railroad. So they made it at least that far uh, east. Uh, mm. Let's see. Can I find anything about Montana or Dakota? I don't know. Well, according to, I mean, I don't know how legit this website is, newscenter.tv. But it yeah. says, uh, yeah, Deadwood had a Chinatown, and they positively participated in the greater Deadwood community. They assimilated. Okay. They sent their kids see, to school. You see when Wu cut off his ponytail? It's like, like Wu, America. America. I guess this is yeah. him becoming uh, becoming an American, right? This That's is, him assimilating, like, cutting like off killing, the, the braid. Killing San Francisco and, cocksucker. Yeah. Right, kill, killing his fellow Chinese <laughs> to become an American. <laughs> it's so uh, funny when they're, yeah. Like, so I guess, like, yeah, I guess... Uh, yeah, Al is like, uh, you know, his relationship with Wu is interesting. He seems to like, you know, he wants to pretend like he doesn't care about their thing. You know, he, like he's, Al is like, I think him being soft is like, you know, he's like, oh, I don't want to go, you know, he doesn't want to go to the boy's funeral, right? That's like a big thing. Everyone's like, you should go. And he's like, no, I have work to do or whatever. But then he like watches like from afar. You see that? And then he pretends like he's not watching when, uh, when Adams and, uh, and Dan come back. Um, well, there's this uh, scene where he's being, uh, you know, where he's being serviced by the prostitute, his girlfriend or whatever. And yeah, he talks about how like the, 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 his brother's funeral, right? Like who, who apparently wasn't his brother. Right. So, so Al was he, like, he was like an orphan, right? He mentions how like his, um, I don't know who were like his, his, uh, whoever this guy is to him, his adoptive father, like beat him because his yeah. bro- of his brother's death. Yeah, yeah. Well, why, so, why, why, why do you say he wasn't his brother? Because apparently he was taken in. Like they were orphans, and they were taken into this family. No, I thought and, they became yeah. orphans. I, I, I watch that scene. I uh, like over. I think they became orphans after that. His was dad it after? Would yeah, and oh. like, and I, it well, sounded no, like his dad say might something have... like stay, I should have stayed in the orphanage. I thought he said something like well, that. Well, I mean, he left the orphanage later. I mean, obviously. 
Okay. But he, um, but he says like my dad when he he would beat me when he's angry or like he needs to get a load off. And I I was wondering what that meant. He says something like to get a load off, and I wonder what that meant. He was like raped, or it was just like oh, you know, I, I think it was just like him, um, you know, expressing his anger, right? Like you know, just sort of venting. No, he says his dad when his dad needed to get a lot. Okay, so maybe okay, well, at least uh, so so the Deadwood fandom Wikipedia said Al Al had a traumatic childhood. He suffered many aren't, beatings aren't from his adopted father. Aren't you afraid of spoilers? What are you What are you looking stuff up for? The internet's a dangerous place. Now you look it up uh, if you want. No, no, no. It just says yeah. I mean, this is basically what what he said in his monologue. He had a traumatic childhood, suffered beatings from his adoptive father, undoubtedly helping to shape the dangerous killer he was to become. Um, yeah, so he was raised in a Chicago orphanage before being taken in by a surrogate family. So yeah, it was doesn't an, say he was ever raped or anything like that. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to read much more than that. But like, yeah, yeah. apparently, yeah, because um, uh, right, he he was born in England, right? Because he, he talks about this in season one, right? Like he's a descendant of of nobility or something. Somehow he got what like shipped off to the states when he was a boy, raised in an orphanage, um, yeah, and then adopted. So, right, interesting, and but it doesn't say anything about like yeah being being ra- I, I, yeah, I think like taking a load off just means like uh you know he was an angry guy and wanted to vent and and express his rage, um, okay, yeah. okay. But yeah, he was yeah. uh so so I think right, like so so his brother died, and I guess we're supposed to like infer that Al doesn't like funerals because it reminds him of you know you know getting getting um mistreated no, by his is that what we're dad. supposed to infer that he doesn't like that's why he doesn't like funerals i thought he just doesn't like funerals. <laughs> he just doesn't no, 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 care I think he doesn't want to show any softness like he, he'd go i mean there's probably i don't know is that why every, like literally everyone else is at that funeral except him um like you know you see size Oliver down there you know he gets stabbed mm-hmm. uh i don't know I, I think al you know we're we're meant to like al is supposed to be portrayed as like the most complex and interesting character and so he has this offside to him, but he's also, you know, he's, uh, you know, he was a victim of abuse as a kid. So he's, you know, I don't know. Like they, they have these, like a lot of the, like the anti-hero scenes have this, like literally every show is like this where you have like, you know, like, like, like Tony telling Dr. Melfi how his dad would take the belt to him. You know, the, the, the belt was my, my old man's like favorite child development tool. And, uh, and Don, Don Draper talked about like, like, yeah, uh, Roy, Roy, um, uh, Logan Roy. In, in succession right he talks about mm-hmm. his uh his uh, his uncle like beating him with a whip right there's the scene of him coming out of the pool and you know there's the the the, the scars on his back so this is like a common thing of like i shows can't just like show um like a dark protagonist without him having some kind of like a like a backstory like this is that is so, that right let's let me see so there's walter might be the only yeah you don't really learn much about walter as a as a kid but yeah i think i think walter's supposed to I think Walter's supposed to represent his entire world as like middle class respectability. So I don't think you would see that in Walter White. And then, um, yeah. And then, uh, oh, and then, uh, you know, well, you didn't watch uh, Better Call Saul, but yeah, uh, Jimmy's, uh, Jimmy McGill's, his, uh, his background is not, you know, his dad was like sort of a, like a, a naive, like sort of fool. And this is sort okay. of, yeah, this is sort of like the, the, the you know, breaking bad as a, the universe. This is what I talked about with you, you and other people, other people. It's like, it's a very sort of conservative worldview where human nature is more, uh, is more oh uh, right nurture versus nature so it's more of a nature versus yeah as yeah but the, the, to, the, yeah. the abuse stuff is consistent with nature too because they're just they have hard you know families who are just like crazy and you know they, they become crazy too right it's oh, not, right. if you take if you take that position yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's right uh that's yeah that's 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 true um 
Yeah, with, with yeah, and Vic Mackey in the Shield, we don't learn much about his his upbringing either. But yeah, I mean, in this case, I mean, it, it's also, it also fits the times, right? Like, I don't know, is it? Uh, yeah, like, who, who, who didn't beat their kid? Yeah, who didn't yeah beat you their never kid? see you never see Bullock beat William, but Bullock is supposed to be you know an honorable guy or whatever, and he's yeah, that's yeah. I guess it would be it would probably be um, yeah. That's interesting. Have we ever actually seen a show? Like even if it was set in the past, where like yeah, you would see like a dad taking the belt to the kid or something like these, you know, you can show characters doing some pretty ugly things, but uh, like child abuse may be like one of those things like characters can't really do on TV mm. uh, unless they're meant to be like overtly evil. But I can't really think of it. Any was uh, what about remember a Christmas Story? Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time. You remember that, uh, when the kid says that I heard this word from this other kid and they're on the phone and then the kid gets beaten by his parent. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah that's I mean, It's kind of an old, well, it's not super old, but it's kind of an older Homer, older Sarah, Homer Simpson. Yes. Oh, Ringling, well, Homer Simpson Ringling would regularly Bark. choke out bark. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, family weird. guy makes like weird kind of like child molestation jokes with Chris. So. Yeah. And, and actually Kirk Stewie too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cartoons do that. Yeah, cartoons, well, cartoons are that. allowed to do that, though, right? Cartoons, you know, it would be so. interesting to show, like, so I don't know, like, I, I've heard that, like, like, uh, like child molestation was like something that was like completely normal. I don't know if this was true. I think there was like, I think despite being Foucault, I've heard somebody talk about Foucault. I've never read Foucault, but I, I think that uh, my understanding of what Foucault argues, uh, which is probably not worth much, is that like it was actually like sexuality was like invented at some point and like you could like use kids for sexual gratification like earlier in history and nobody I mean, thought of it as like nobody thought much of it i don't know if this is like, true and i don't know if this is actually what foucault said but like if it's if this is true then it would be interesting if like some show tried to like portray that but of course yeah none, none ever would no well yeah probably not i mean yeah foucault himself like famously he actually did this like he would like yeah sexually uh whatever assault these kids like like little boys um so yeah but yeah if it was i mean if it was true yeah like, yeah they, they could never Maybe we should read we should read, Fou- we should read foucault and we should read foucault and, and talk about it. he wrote a book <laughs> called the history of uh sexuality um, yeah uh, and uh let me see here okay all right yeah the most so, cited i mean yeah, yeah he's the most cited academic of all time you know that right he has more uh, citations like like by far than any mm-hmm. other academic um yeah most cited in the humanities and i think like even in the social sciences up until recently oh i'm not Foucault, I'm not, I'm not, surp- I'm not surprised Foucault, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the french intellectual who you know raped kids and died of aids mm. um i'm uh yeah i'm sad yeah we only have one i'm sad we have one season left so we still don't know whether we're gonna get a real uh, series ending because we don't know if they knew that the show was over like like this ending is this season two ending like if this ended the series that would be highly disappointing because nothing that important happened like you know Tolliver got stabbed and we don't know if he lived or not but like al bullock like you know they're becoming a city so it's like yeah. i wonder if season three is going to have like an actual satisfying i don't know if we don't know if they were like planning to end it right so we don't know yeah. if they'll have anything like a like a um satisfying ending but maybe that's fine i mean they have the movie right like i wouldn't have i don't think i would have agreed to even start watching the show if i didn't know like if if they didn't have like some kind of like uh sense of the like the the story ending right with this movie like if they hadn't made the movie i don't think i would have watched it because 
you know, I think it's it's terrible, right? When you have these great shows and then like the plug gets pulled because, you know, production costs or they're not getting uh, the, the audience numbers that they wanted or something like it's just I don't know. There, there are good shows that this has happened to. You can still enjoy them. I, I don't, I don't uh, you know, I like to have that. like the, I like to have like the full sort of like, you know, where's this going? How's it, you know, like what's like the, the, the whole, like, like the whole, whatever the narrative story. But uh, yeah, with season three. Yeah. I don't know. Like maybe, yeah, that, that would be interesting if like there were rumors or something of like, you know, they, they, they wrote an ending just in case this was the end. Um, but maybe the ending wasn't especially satisfying because if they yeah. did write an ending, why make a movie? Right. Like my, my guess is like season three and the ending probably isn't, um, they don't have that sense of finality. Mm-hmm. And so, cause yeah, they made the movie like, I don't know, 10 plus years later, right? Like the movie came out in 2018 and this season is like 2006 or something. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll, yeah, that'll be interesting. Also, like I'm, I'm curious to compare like how the movie feels the characters yeah, the development compared to 2006 have because Stedler come back and become the star of the show hostetler is gonna push for uh, racial reckoning in deadwood because like yeah the, the in terms of like uh the culture like there have, i don't know if there's been that many like like rapid culture change like 2006 compared to 2018 that's like that's yeah. like 1959 compared to 1970 right like yeah. you know like in terms of like the shift in the culture and and attitudes around like gender and race and everything um, or at least like what's permissible publicly to say, even if the attitudes themselves underlying haven't changed much. So Yeah, I, I think the fifty nine to seventy is bigger, but you're right, it's comparable. Probably you know, it, it's 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 in the same universe as that. Um and I think twenty twenty I think twenty twenty is different from twenty eighteen. Um, yeah. So oh yeah, yeah. Two thousand six to two thousand twenty. And now <laughs> might actually be not not as bad as 2020 it might it might be you know 2020 i think we're slowly taking a step back from the madness of 2020 but it's still it's still kind of i mean you you, did you see the like 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 the movies that they nominated for the oscars like they actually nominated movies that people actually watch this year they're not all like a bunch of woke like obscure art house like you know politically correct films so i think there is like this there's like a slow shift towards like returning to a sense okay. of like yeah human know. nature i mean human nature is all is our greatest ally as the anti-woke sammy <laughs> no, there's not that's not the conservative movement that that stops the, the, the human nature move yeah well it's uh in in a lot yeah well i guess this is this is sort of one of like your your wheelhouse right like in, in many ways like conservatives shoot themselves in the foot and uh, it's only because they happen to be on the side of human nature that sometimes they get some, yeah they get some w's yeah, it's um, like you can't. It's like you can't like. Uh, you know, it's like these people are like they win oh, by accident. Like, <laughs> yeah, you like you. Yeah, if like your your entire worldview is, is false. You can be much smarter and much more competent and much more powerful. And you know, like liberals, if you want to liberals like analyze art, they're not happy. I mean, you know, you see like you know they show like women crying and men not crying and like you know there's too much like traditional sort of storytelling and ideas of race and gender like whenever you see a black character in a movie it's funny they're always like talking like oh child you you know it's always like it's never like you know it's all the black women in, in movies are always we need like more of that. those impressions <laughs> yeah well not not anymore right like now it's like uh it depends yeah, I, I, I just saw puss in boots have you ever seen that it's like a kid's movie it's like a kid's animation movie about this cat yeah. like uh the spanish gentleman and it has a black it has a black character like this um, oh really? Intr- so I yeah. I, well, the caricatures are like that surprises me that like cartoons and kids movies you can do those like caricatures of like 
like black attitude and voice and stuff. But that like I, I'm thinking more of like you know like 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 the Black Panther sequel or or any movie. Um, you know, they, they, they like they have to like go very much in the opposite direction of like uh, resisting any kind of stereotype whatsoever. Where like you can't really have like a black uh, villain, right? Like uh, they they usually have to, or or if they are, it's like in 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 the name of like some kind of like a like a higher purpose or a good like an honorable goal or something. So although yeah. even that is shifting, right? Like uh, well there was that interesting Andrew Sullivan piece about uh, like the return of the evil gaze. Yeah, in, uh, let in me, White let me Lotus. Do a, let's, let's do a podcast at some point. I'm going to write an article about how diversity ideology killed art. Like I think that I need to write that at some point, and sure. then maybe yeah. you can, maybe we can talk about it at some point because I have yeah, yeah ideas of sort of what happened here, and that'll give us a good basis for a conversation. But yeah, for yeah. now, I Let's think I'm, I'm going to go off and I'm going to start watching uh, season three, and we will be uh, we'll be back to discuss it before long. All right, sounds good, Richard. Mm-hmm.